Wake the neighbors and phone the kids. It's about time for WSLM's newest show. Get ready for Kentuckiana Sports Talk, the biggest and only local sports talk show in Kentuckiana. Focusing on Southern Indiana and Kentucky high school sports, regional college sports, and national sports news. If you want to talk to the KST guys, George Browning and Blair Thompson, call the KST Talk Line at 812-883-3401. Keep your comments brief and to the point, or Becky will throw a flag and take you out of the game. And now we go into Studio A inside the Pinewood Studios of WSLM for Kentuckiana Sports Talk with George and Blair. Get ready for Kentuckiana Sports Talk. All right, happy Monday, everybody, but it's it's Wednesday. We, we've thrown you for a loop here tonight. Blair. Happy Monday, Wednesday. <laughs> hey, it's a happy day for me, and, and you both now. School is out of session. That's right. School's out for not summer, but two weeks. <laughs> for so, winter. Uh, ha- ha- happy days. I, yeah. I, I hit it on Facebook as soon as I left school, Blair. Love it. Christmas break is on. <laughs> the on like happy, on. happiest day of the year for the for the teacher. Well, one of the happiest, I guess. Uh, uh, we get a, get a little break here, and it's always nice to you know. I tell you what, walking out of school today this afternoon, and the sun's shining, and uh, it, it's pretty nice weather out there. Weatherbird says it's it's creeping up around sixty out, hey, out there. Hey. So uh, I might have a tank top on before sunny later. And warm. Tank I, top laying out. What do you think? <laughs> Well, and I, I want to tell our viewers, you know, if you're listening tonight, uh, and, and your week is half over. Don't don't check the date. <laughs> it, it is not Monday. We had some technical difficulty on Monday, and we actually recorded a good show for you, but it didn't get to air. So we're going to come in and, and, and do it again uh, tonight. And uh, well, I think it's going to be even better tonight, Blair. The round two, around. round two. Yeah, there's always you know always like you know sequels can be good. You know, Jaws right. two was good. Return of the Jedi. I like I mean, Rocky 2 better than Rocky Rocky 2. I always like the second time I go around the Chinese buffet. Absolutely. I always have a better selection, you know. So uh, we're I'm gonna... more partial to the third time around. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, my, my, you don't get this physique, George, but you know, going around round three. Round two is where I have to stop it off. Or, you, know, you know, just that I heard a comedian say once he was at the Chinese buffet for so long, Blair, that uh, the owner came up and said, you go now. <laughs> You've been here for four hours. <laughs> Happened to me yet, but you know, right. Coach Hartsfield, he puts it away though. I bet. I'm telling you, if a guy's skinny as he is, I maybe mean, that's the key. I think maybe I eat more than I can get my metabolism rolling. That's uh, that's my, my thought process there. I always hate to go with people who don't get their money's worth at a buffet because yeah, I tell on. you, it's rare that the buffet feels like they got the better of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare. It may have happened if I had a, <laughs> but for the most part, I, I come out on top in that deal. Hey, it's the winter time. <laughs> Eat and hibernate. That's my that's my goal for the next two weeks. That's right. So so we got a great show for you tonight. We got Xavier Handigas coming in, and he's going to talk about he played his last game for the Lions on uh, Saturday night, went out as a champion. The, the Lions won the holiday tournament, and uh, we're going to talk to him about that. He's going to be going to play baseball at Ohio University. So we're going to hear about X and, and his decision to do that and, and what his future looks like over the next few months as he prepares to be a D1 college baseball player. Uh, but before we get to that, Blair, let's let's talk about our uh, big stories from last week. You know, I I believe you you mentioned that you thought the biggest story of the week. You go ahead and tell everybody what you, what your big story. Oh uh, yeah, for week. me definitely. Uh, last week it, it was the uh, Lady Lions knocking off the uh, Lady Cougars for North Harrison, uh, the first loss in the conference in 38. Uh, contest for North Harrison. Uh, Lily Hatton, one of the best basketball players in the state of Indiana, hadn't lost a conference game in her career. Um, and, and the girls, you know, like I said, you know, it was like a, a heavyweight fight. And, and uh, you know, North Harrison came out and, and, and gave us a pretty good uppercut. And we got Salem Luck, got, Lady Lions got down 9 nothing, And, and, uh, a lot of people around me were like, oh, man, here we go again. You know, it's that, oh, we're playing North Harrison. It's just similar to what we talk about when we, teams play Brownstown around here, you know, um, or maybe even West Washington with Linton when they get you know, play, play the Linton teams that, that have traditionally been been really good or the uh, – um, 
the uh, what's who's it? the Lutheran school that was at the Lutheran school oh, that Trinity, Lutheran. Trinity Lutheran yeah you know it's like oh we're playing them again and and but our girls man they, they fought back um, you know I was talking to Jerry this morning Coach Hickey, and and he said you know. We, he said that they were without, you know, Leah for most of the first half because she had right. picked up her second foul. Um, and then she picked up her fourth foul um, uh, in for, the fourth quarter, and she was able to play the final nine minutes of fourth quarter and, and overtime uh, without picking up her fifth, which was huge. And uh, so it was a great win, great atmosphere, um, and it really, uh, I think, you know, propelled, propelled the girls for the last, you know, they beat Floyd Central uh, on Saturday, and then they won last night uh, against Paoli. So um, it, it, it was that one game, I think, that we needed to get over the hump, and, um, and it's, it's still undefeated. That's right, 12-0. and 0, And I think the thing that impressed me the most, Blair, was the fact that, you know, it was, you think when you go up against a team like that, I'm sure Coach Hickey in his mind thinks, we got to get off to a good start. We can't let this team get up on us. And you know what they did, and, and the coaches were never rattled. Right. The players were never rattled. It, it was just like, okay, we've been in this situation before, and Salem fought back, got it to overtime, and, and dominated the extra period. Right. Yeah. And, and Ended up winning by eight points, yeah. As you said, uh, you felt in the gym that when it went to overtime, North Harrison was done. Right. It, it was almost like that fight. We, we, we joked about Rocky and, right. and liking the sequels, but you, you almost got that sense that when – they got a couple baskets there in the extra period. They just landed a couple punches, and, and North was was against the ropes and, and didn't really fight back after that. Yeah, and I think you know the key to our girls' team, if you were to watch them play, and if you haven't got a chance to watch them play, please, please, please go out and watch them play. Because, I mean, I, I mean – this doesn't happen very often. I mean, obviously, the the girls at Eastern, uh, East Washington, Eastern, what am I supposed to say? You said it right. I Eastern. said Eastern, yeah. Eastern. The girls at Eastern, uh, you know, obviously, they did it. And, and you know, North and, and West Washington still ranked in the top ten right now. Uh, and and Pekin's still ranked in the top ten also, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And and so, you know, we got some good basketball, but I'm telling you, this this group is special. Um, I have never seen it. And, um, and you know, Leah obviously is is the the all star of the group, and man, she's really playing. She had twenty nine last night in Paoli against Paoli. But what I what what I, what's missed out on this group is our defense. And, and in that overtime game, we had three steals in a row. Uh, Lily came down, hit a nice shot. North Harrison goes up two or goes up two in the overtime, and then three straight possessions. Salem stole the ball in, in their in their uh, full court press, and uh, just how smart the girls are, with make, you know, anticipating the next step and the next ball, and it, it just uh, they're de- they play defense like very few teams play defense. Absolutely, and, and, and you mentioned the Lady Musketeers of Pekin, and as good as Salem's doing, I don't want to go to sleep or forget about these ladies down in Pekin because they got two losses. Right. One of those was to this Salem team we're talking about. And the other one, North Harrison, North Harrison. Yeah. So, uh, a big there. North is playing in four a this year. So uh, it got one of the best players in Southern Indiana. Uh, and Salem is what Salem is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so don't, we thought maybe this might be a, a rebuild year for the lady. Coach told us no though. He told us no. Yeah. And I tell you what, they're looking like, uh, would you, you wouldn't want to play them mm-hmm. in, in the two A sectional. I mean, they're they're really coming into it, and, and and just like Leah is an explosive player leading the the point there for Salem. Claywell right. ha, has been in the battles for uh, for a long time for the Musketeers as well. So just just fun to see, and and the ladies out at West Washington. You know, they they've had some injury stuff that. Uh, they've got a couple losses. They lost last night to uh, Valley. They weren't. They were missing their sophomore guard Sarah Stice, who's who's sick, and, and that hurts. When, right. in the, at the Class A level, uh, uh, I'll tell you how much it hurts. And a good way to see that pain is look at the Bears. Right. Uh, without Chris Mack, are they a division champion? I right. mean, even at the professional level, one player right. can propel you. People are talking about Super Bowls for the Bears. Right. And, I, probably won't happen. August, probably I won't didn't happen, see that player. Right. Hey, well, I the Colts either, man. The Colts but, too. Uh, so. One player. So then you take it to a Class A girls basketball and, and a player of the caliber of Sarah missing, and that right. hurts you. They lost by four points. I got to believe she's worth more than four points for that team. So if she's there last night, another one of their losses was early in the year when, when Maddie Bowsman had, right. had a sprained ankle against a good South Ripley team. Right. Uh, <clears throat> to Mitchell. Coming off a little over a week layoff after losing to your big county rivals. Right. So we won't make excuses for the lady senators, but you said it. They're still ranked. Uh, still got a lot to play for this season. I, I think they're probably 
in trouble in the PLAC right. race, but that's okay. Eastern's in trouble in the MSC, MSC race. So right. it, there's bigger fish to fry than a conference championship. So, uh, well, our, uh, the Salem Lady Lions have a big one coming up Saturday. The, the Jeffersonville Lady Red Devils uh, coming into town. And, and you know, uh, Jeff, I, I don't know what the record is. I know they're really, really good this year. And, and, uh, and this could be the one, you know, we obviously – Beating North Harrison was a huge was a huge get for them, but to beat Jeff, to beat Jeff, to beat Jeff, it's one of those things where oh man, they're really here. So um, we're glad X X has just rolled in because he's he's a busy man, George. We gotta we gotta get him rolling here. He is a busy man. Just one more thought. <laughs> one more thought though. We're going the, round two tonight, Dex. On the big game on Saturday, you know Blair encouraged everybody to to go check out the Lady Lions, and and I would do the same thing. Uh, and, and that will be a great opportunity to do that on Saturday because Jeffersonville, uh, that's going to be a quality girls basketball game, Blair. Uh, they're eight and four, but you know, they're, they're four losses. The Bloomington South is one B and L right. they lost to, they lost to Christian Academy in Kentucky. Uh, but that was a close game and they lost to sacred heart. Who's won a couple championships in the last few years over there in, in Kentucky. So eight and four. But it's a good eight and four, right? Against the 12 well, they have Jeff. Team. They have Jeff, and then they go to that tournament where they Absolutely. play Dixie Heights out of Kentucky. So it'll be. And then guess who's else? Guess who else is in that tournament over there? The North Harrison Lady Cougars are Uh-oh. in that tournament, we, we so they have a, have a chance to play around too. So it'll be a great tournament for the girls, and a great weekend, and a great couple of weeks are coming up. So, uh, but get a chance to go watch them, man. It, it's a lot of fun, and and, and just. Uh, those girls put a lot of time and effort into it, and, and really something that you know. I know people are going to say, "Well, we have a lot coming back next year." But uh, you can't you can't you can't count on that, you know. And there's something special going on with the girls right now, and it's pretty cool. But don't be looking toward next year when you're when you're living in a pretty yeah high right for sure. Year. So for sure, uh, Blair said it. We got Xavier Handigas here with us. Uh, my biggest story. It was a perfect uh, perfect lead in here because my big story from last week was the the holiday tournament championship, and uh, X, you were the catalyst there, leading the Lions to the third title in four years. Talk about that. Uh, how much fun was it to go out to your rival as a senior and, and, and hold that trophy at midcourt as people went home for the night? Uh, it was really fun. I mean, it, it's always enjoyable just to go out and win games. And, I mean, especially beating uh, Eastern and West Washington, that's probably that's probably a pretty good feeling to have. I mean, especially to go out like that. And, I mean, three out of four holiday attorneys. I mean, that's, that's not too bad. So <laughs> it was enjoyable for sure. How was this game different, X, than the first time you played the Senators to open the season? Uh, you guys won a little easier than you than you did this time around. Uh, how was the game different when you played them on Saturday night? Uh, I think the first time around we played each other. Uh, I mean, new coaching staff coming in for both of us. I mean, I think it was kind of it was just kind of a little different. We weren't sure what we were expecting from each other, and there wasn't that much scouting involved in anything. And I think after getting to play each other once, I think we knew what everybody had, and I think we played defense certain ways to stop them, and they did the same thing to us, and I think that's what kind of made it a little different. How much as a player uh, does that atmosphere affect you when you're on the court? Do you, When the game starts and you break that sweat, do you kind of tune everything out, or are you guys kind of in it with the crowd from an emotional standpoint? I mean, as a, as a player, you're supposed to uh, tune everything out from around you, but, I mean, you can't. I mean, it, you, you really can't. I mean, some of the things you hear from the crowd, it's, it's, just, it's just insane. I mean, you, I'm, I mean, you got parents just screaming at, at 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. And I mean, but I mean, you hear it, you do. It doesn't. It doesn't really affect you what you hear. It's just. It's just crazy some of the stuff that you will hear, though. Hey, he's been doing this since he was a freshman, though. So you know, Absolutely. he's an old hat at this. You know. Now it's funny, George, because no one ever yelled at me when I was a player. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like except for let him shoot it, <laughs> get the ball to Blair, let him rip it. You know. Let him open. Yeah, you know. So I guess if you're getting yelled at, you must be pretty decent, right? You know. Yeah. Well, I, I imagine X never heard leave him open. No, no, for sure. So we, we wanted to bring X in because of the big win over the holiday tournament, but we also want to talk about your future. This was your, your last weekend as a member of the Salem basketball team. And uh, just just talk to us a little bit about that. Tell the, tell the fans out there what you're going to be doing and, and why that is. He's not injured. Uh, he's perfectly healthy. Matter of fact, he's Thank probably going right? to leave here and go work out. So uh, he, he's in good shape. He but, snuck us in some time before his, before his workout. Yeah. But talk to us a little bit about – you're leaving, and what's going to happen there? 
Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, planning on uh, graduating midterm, and I actually just finished up school today about Boom. about an hour ago, maybe. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's done. Took my last final. So, yeah, I'm, I finished with high school now, and I'm graduating early, and I'm going to go up to college next semester at Ohio University, and I'm going to be joining the baseball team. Oh, the Ohio University Bobcats. In the MAC. In the MAC. Blair's, yeah. Blair's a big MAC. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the MAC. You know, Ball State, probably the best, best university in the MAC for sure. But, you know, Ohio can be number two, no doubt. All right. <laughs> you know what? One thing I've known about Blair X, I want to fill you in. But I've known him over the years, but I've gotten to know him a lot. He's <laughs> been doing this show. He's a fan of so many different teams, I think, because when one team is horrible, hey. he can jump on that. Other oh, here we go. Man. Here we I go. He's a Michigan fan and yep. I'm a U fan. He loves uh, uh, the Mac and Ball State. And it was like, wow, how many college teams can you root for all at the same time? You won't so. find me rooting for the cards ever. <laughs> and you won't. Root, I won't root for the team out west very much, but only, you know, if us are doing well in the tournament. But then, uh, so yeah, I mean, I went to Ball State. I got, I mean, they're not very good at anything. So you got to root for them, you know. I'd find somebody that's a winner, George. I don't, you know, you can't root for somebody to lose. Well, I mean, I, I root for the Bengals, so that's bad enough, right? Right. Well, I keep waiting for and the Reds. UK basketball. Fans. Yeah. I just keep waiting for that ball. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Always something. All right. So, X, you're going to be uh, playing for Ohio University. Tell us how you how, how that. Uh, you, I know the story, but I know our listeners want to hear that. Uh, Tell us again. You talked story. a little bit about God's <laughs> intervention and, and persevering, and, and, and just talk about how you ended up. Being a Bobcat. Yeah, I mean, it is a crazy story. Uh, me ended up going to Ohio. Uh, started probably my freshman year. Uh, freshman summer, I received an offer to play baseball at Purdue, and I was really leaning really heavily towards that. And it took me a couple years. I was thinking about it. And then I think last year I was thinking about committing there. And I called him, and I ended up over the phone telling me that they had pulled my offer and given it to somebody else without even telling me. And, I mean, that, that kind of hit me like a rock, and I, yeah. th- I think it really would anybody. And so after that, I started just sending letters out because I was, I was just desperate. I was sending letters out to colleges, not really expecting anything out of it. And then one day I sent one to Ohio University, and I got a call from their assistant coach the next day asking me to come down to a camp. Ended up working out for them, and then uh, after the camp, they said they loved me, they wanted to keep watching me, and then that eventually led to an offer. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and, and and you're going to go, you're you're leaving, you're going to move in up there, I guess, on yeah. campus, but mm-hmm. you're you're not going to start school till the summer. Did I get that right? Uh, I'm, I'm starting, yeah, I'm starting next semester. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to start classes next semester, but then again, I'll have classes in the summer, too. Right, So, but, but NCAA rules won't allow you to work out. You're going to work out with the team before the season starts. Yeah, before starts. the season starts, and then whenever the season starts, I have to basically be just me and a coach and, like, just player individually stuff okay. like that, yeah. And, and you'll come in in uh, 2000. 20 yep. as a freshman with four years of eligibility to play yep. hopefully yeah maybe maybe you won't need those four yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. you get that call that you're waiting for on draft <laughs> but, uh, certainly we'll, we'll take it one step at a time you'll be a college yeah. freshman uh going into the your first baseball season next next spring not this coming spring yep. but 2020 and uh that's going to be exciting times how how hard is that going to be for you for a competitive guy who's who's played basketball and baseball probably every year since you were old enough to walk <laughs> yeah. uh to, to have to sit out a little bit and not get that live competition. You're going to be working out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you're not going to have that uh, live bullet, so yeah. to speak, as they talk about when the game's going on. I just think it's going to be a little different, but I, at the same time, I think it's really going to help me uh, just become a better teammate. As I'm watching my guys play, I'm going to be building relationships with them, and I'm really just going to have to be cheering my team on in the dugout, and that's going to be my main role, and I'm just going to take on whatever role I have to the best of my ability. And you told us the other day that this is an opportunity for you to go up there and, and see what the workout looks like and start getting yourself ready to play at that D1 level. Uh, talk about the decision, you know. Uh, <laughs> LeBron, <laughs> your guy. Bron Bron. He's foregoing. Have, a, have, a, have a commercial made. Or, I, mean, I, can't, I mean, we have a commercial made. He's going to Ohio. That's true. Oh, yeah. He could be the next guy. You know? <laughs> My man J.R. Smith's not there anymore either, so you can fill that role too. J.R., I'm a J.R. guy. So talk about the decision a little bit uh, as far as – you know, I, I'm sure you talk with your mom and dad, but yeah. but how who all played into that 
the, the conversations that you had. I know ultimately it's up to X. Yeah. But but sure. wh- where was it at as far as your thought process on, on coming to this decision? I mean, throughout the summer, like summer baseball, me and my parents were talking about it because at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is to get drafted to play Major League Baseball. And I think you really have to, once you get a goal, you, every decision you make has to be towards that goal. And me and my parents discussed it. I talked to my coaches with it. I talked to the college coaches, my travel ball coaches. And, I mean, I think all the arrows pointed to it. And, ultimately, I think that's what's going to help me in the long run towards my goal. Now, you told us a great quote that your dad has said for years. And, and I think it's one that, you know, if, if you're a, a young person in our community who's listening and aspiring to that, I think this is the kind of quote you better write down because it's one of my favorites that I've heard. And it's one that I certainly am going to take with me and share. Uh, let your dad know that I'm stealing it from him. I, I, I won't give you for it. Tell us what that quote is because there's some truth in that for anybody who's wanting to go play. Uh, the sport they love or do anything that they love at the next level. Oh, yeah. My dad has a ton of quotes. I mean, this this is just one of them. Uh, he always likes to say to me, uh, there's two types of pain in the world, uh, the pain of regret and the pain of discipline. So basically what that means is the pain of discipline is doing all, putting all the work in now and feeling the physical pain. And then the other pain is if you're not doing all that stuff and then you look back on your life and you, you see things that you could have done more, more of and you're just looking back at it thinking of wow i regret not doing this and i i just think that's really huge right and i'm sure this this decision you know when you think about the spring you're going to miss the lions sectional opportunity you're going to miss prom you know you you said it that you hope to be back for graduation and walk with your classmates but that may not happen either because depending on your baseball schedule so there's a lot of things you're sacrificing here to, to do what you're to chase down what you're trying to chase down yeah Sure. Yeah, what was it like walking out of school today for your for the final time? I, don't uh, know. I mean, I'm, I know this guy well enough. I promise you, he studied for this final that he had today. Now, if I'd have been taking it, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm out of here. I get enough credits. I'll talk, but I know it. So, so how, talk to us about that, and, and, and maybe and talk to us about. Uh, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but talk to us a little about playing with Landon. Uh, oh, you know, we talked about that last time. Yeah. You and Landon were, were, were neighbors. I've uh, known each other for your whole life, obviously, and and I've begged both of you to play football for me for a long time, and it never <laughs> never happened. And then, I mean, I would drive by these guys' house, George, and, and Landon would be throwing a ball to 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 X when and they were like ten, you know, and they they'd be throwing. Landon would just air it out, and he would make one-handed OBJ catches. I'm like, guys, listen, here's the deal. Just come out. I mean, just come out. Come on, you know? And, and then I'd almost have one of them, and then I don't know. And then it, I was like, I'm trying to get a package deal here, you know? But, it, it, I mean, it's crazy. And then Suvac, would, who's a tremendous tennis player, I'd say, you've been beat, beat only by X. You know, X would show up and beat him in tennis. He'd go and play tennis, you know? So, anyway, talk to us about what, that, what those feelings were like, and, and uh, you know, maybe the regret of not playing football for, for me, whatever. No, but, uh, and tell us what, what that was like, man, playing playing for your I last mean, with, yeah. with him. Yeah, Landon's been my best friend ever since ever since I can remember. I mean, he moved in to me right next to me. Uh, yeah, he moved in right next to me, the house right next to me. And, uh, I mean, I don't really know when it was, but ever since I can really remember, Landon's always been next door to me, and we've always been doing stuff together. And it's just kind of – I mean, it – after the game, the fi- the last game on Saturday, uh, it was just it was really hard to look him in the face. Just just knowing that I'm not going to be able to be on the same court with him anymore, as I've shared with him, shared the court with him for that long. And I mean, I just I just got really emotional. I mean, I think anybody really would. Just knowing I'm gonna have to leave certain people behind. But I mean, at the end of the day, you have to make sacrifices mm. for what you want. For so. sure, yeah. Uh, now today, when you left school. Uh, did did you make a quiet exit because you didn't want to? The more people you saw, I'm sure, the more emotional you're going to get. But uh, or did or did you make a point to stop in and see some folks and and make sure you said goodbye as yeah. you as you walked out of the school for the last time as a student? Yeah, I mean there was definitely certain people that I went and said like teachers. I there were certain teachers I went and I, I thanked them for for their time that they put into me because I mean they've really they really invested in me and I've I mean and then there's a bunch of friends I said bye to but I tried to keep it quiet on the way out I mean I'm not really too big of an emotional guy but I mean just after the game that that that's probably the most emotional you'll probably ever see me so I mean I just grabbed all the stuff out of my locker and pe- some people were uh, were kind of watching me in a little bit and so I mean they saw me doing it but I just kind of tried to make it quiet 
Now, when you go into this this basketball season, X, did you have a conversation with Coach Brown? How did that play out? With the good news is you got one of the best players in the Mid Southern Conference. <laughs> yeah. The bad news is we you talked only about get it until December the eighteenth. Yeah, we talked about that when he was on here. Remember, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, yo, I got, I got a guy like X. I'm be, you know, we're being good shape." You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I talked to him before the season even started. I was like. I just told him what was going on, what my situation was about graduating early, and I said, I said, this is totally up to you. You don't even have to let me play if you want to. And, I, I mean, I was straight with him, and he was straight with me. And he was like, yeah, I really want you to play. And I just I just really appreciate him uh, letting me play. I mean, because he didn't have to do that at all. Like, he wasn't right. obligated to do it. And I think that just shows, like, what kind of person he is for mm. letting me be able to do that. And, I mean, I know it's going to affect the team a little bit, which is probably part of the reason – he did and, and didn't and, <laughs> right. but I mean so I, I'm just really appreciative for that and I mean yeah we talked about it and he was he was just straight up with me and I, re- I just really appreciated that appreciated that so in your short time this year that you've been able to play you you, you joined the thousand point club at Salem uh, one of the top scorers now and got your name on that list and uh, you won your third county championship in four years uh, you've been part of a check sectional championship team. Maybe is that the highlight when you think back on your basketball career at Salem? Was that was that win? T- talk about that and and where that's going to rank at the end of as far as your high school athletic accomplishments. Um, I'm going to say it's not re- it's not really for me about accomplishments. It's just really about the friendships that you make mm. and your teammates. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you you win games, you win tournaments but at the end of the day I think you're really going to remember the people who you played around and the people who you played for and just the, how much time you invested into each one of those guys and how much time they invested into you as well and I think that's really probably the big takeaway from the past four years for me. Exit. what what uh what year did you guys win the the national title in, in your travel ball team? Oh I'm, I was it your what what grade were you in? I I was 11 at the time, so I think it would have been like 2011, 2012. So you were in sixth, sixth grade? Two, yeah, I was like in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, because I, I don't know, George, we talked about this last time, but a lot of people don't know he, he plays for the Indiana Bulls or did play for the Indiana Bulls, and uh, that's the travel team if you're going to be somebody. And um, <laughs> they uh, they had had five or six of the last Mr. Baseballs uh, in Indiana, and, um, you know, him and I talked to almost everybody on his team, signed a Division One scholarship, mm-hmm. and some – he, he mentioned last time a couple of guys maybe going straight to the league um, out, out of that team. And, um, you know, I just – when we talk about – you were asking about what, what his biggest highlight was, I knew he was going to say that because that's the kind of kid he is. And, uh, you know, I think that's something that we can learn, you know, all the young kids out there can learn from X um, is not, not only the, the effort he's put into to everything, but the, how humble he is. You know, I, I've, I've been around him a lot. Even in middle school, you know, in middle school, everybody wants to know how many points they have, right? I mean, I, I'd score two. I'd like to tell everybody, I scored two tonight, you know. But <laughs> those are free throws. But anyway, I, but you know, I, I never once have heard any of his coaches or him ever say, you know, X want to know how many he had tonight, or X trying to get thirty, X trying to get forty. It was always about making his teammates better, sure. and it was always about winning. And, and you know, I always compared his play to, to Derrick Rose. If you watch him play the last four years, guy was on the floor more than, than anybody because mm-hmm. he was just getting knocked down and knocked down, and and you know. When you're on that travel team, and, and him and I had, had this discussion, and I think that's the thing that you know, and, and I, you know, I don't know what people have said to him about leaving, and, and you know, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, but but him, but him, and, but one of the things that I wanted to get out there in the public is, you know, this kid could have played, he could have left Salem as an eighth grader. And he could have went to any school he wanted to. Sure. He could have, you know, we talked about the, the Moore kid going to, to Trinity. You know, X could have went to Providence. He could have went to Silver Creek. He could have went to North Harrison. All who had predominantly better baseball than we had in our team. And he didn't. And, and, and he stayed and he wanted to make his teammates better, make the team better. You know, Salem baseball won more games his junior year than we'd won in the last 30 years. And, and so, um, you know, I think that's the thing that, that that's maybe been lost in, in, in a lot of a lot of his story. It's not about it's not about the accomplishments. It's about what he's de- dedicated to to Salem and, and Salem athletics. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I've never in the years when I, I, I've been fortunate to work with other coaches and you know, not just in our county, but I've never heard a coach from another team, a, a Borden or a Silver Creek coach that I talked to after a game that didn't have anything but praise to say about him. And I know he's, he's there. He doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> he he shies away from right. that kind of uh, the accolades that he gets, but uh, they're very much deserved. And, and, and the coaches say leave, leave things better than you found it. Right. And, I, and I think he has. I think as a basketball player and a baseball player, 
he, he's done that, and, and uh, X, we're going to be rooting for you. Uh, I, I, I was giving Blair a hard time about all the teams that he follows, but I, I count myself <laughs> I'm an Ohio fan now, baby. <laughs> yeah, I've added the Bobcats to Georgia's yeah. list as well. I look good in so, green, George. I look so good in we'll, green. We'll be, we'll uh-huh. be rooting for you there. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about baseball. Uh, X, uh, scout yourself. You, you're here. You're, you just finished up high school. What do you got to do to be ready to play in a conference like the MAC, where you know Blair mentioned, you know, uh, on a previous show that the MAC has had some MLB players. Yeah, you know, it's, sure. it's not a it first may, round it, draft. It's guys. not a Power Five conference, but you're not going up there. They're, they play real baseball in the MAC. So, so what do you got to do physically, emotionally, to get ready to play baseball at that level? I really think uh, I think any any level of baseball that you're going to play, you just have to be good at the five tools. You just have to be able to hit to throw, and you have to be able to play defense. You got to hit for power. You got to do all those things, and I think it all has to be evened out. And I think a big thing for me is probably probably like going up there. I'm not going to be one of the best kids up there like I have been throughout my life, and I think that's going to be a big change for me. And it's gonna it's just really going to have to push me to work harder just to separate myself from everybody else. And, I mean, I think that's true for anybody. You, if you want to be the best, you have to push yourself to do it. And I think you need to push yourself in every aspect. Even your weak, well, your weakest points need to be your, turn into your best points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're working out now, are you, are you doing the workout that, that Coach gave you from Ohio, or are you just doing a general kind of? Yeah, he, he sent me some stuff, and he said uh, most of it I can do. Because like, some of it I'm not. Like, they have different names for stuff than what we do. So he said some of it, if you don't know what it is, you can just substitute in your own stuff. So, I mean, I'm doing a little bit of what they do and then gotcha. some of my own. Well, X, we want to thank you for coming in. And uh, I know you're busy finishing school <laughs> today. Uh, and, again, we did this the other night, and he was gracious enough to come and, <laughs> come and do it again with us. And, and we thank you for that. We'll be rooting for you. We hope you have a great Christmas. For sure. And uh, just enjoy this time that you have here before you, you shove off to uh, <laughs> northern lands. And, uh Blair, anything else for him before we get him out of here? I know he's a busy man. Just stay warm up there. I know it's going to be cold up there or over there, I guess. And uh, but I know seriously, man. And I and I don't. I'm not just saying this because you're here. I've I've told a lot of people. We've talked about it. I just, you know, I, I have a son who's seven, and, and he totally looks up to you. And and you know, the fact that you set the bar now that you know any kid that's going through Salem uh, or Washington County in general um, can be a Division One athlete. And I think that's something that you know. And I, and I mentioned it a while ago. You know, the fact that that you did you you didn't leave and there's been a lot of people that have left you know the fact that you didn't think that you needed to go somewhere else to 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 quote unquote greener pastures as some people would say uh, just means a lot uh, to me personally because I love I love our town I love our school and and uh, I just think that uh, you know when you and I had that conversation I mean we, we we sit down and talked a lot about it as an eighth grader and and I you know I just think that uh, you know we're just tickled to death at the the mark that you've made and I, and, and we're, we're very very proud of everything you've accomplished and can't look forward to the next chapter my friend that's right and you know Blair on that note about you know when you think about not only the physical work that he's put in over the years but but to get that news from purdue hey guess right. what we're pulling your offer we didn't even bother to call you you know a lot of people would have said you know i'm not sure baseball's for me right. i'm not sure i want to work that's really deflating but but x went to work he went to work for himself he right. sent letters so i think there's some uh advice for young people in that and, and x I'll, I'll let you get out of here on that <laughs> maybe speaking to that but uh just hey if you feel like you have it Take a shot. Right. Send those letters. I mean, if you don't send the letter, pain of, never know who Pain of regret. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Pain of regret. Uh, so, I got that. Yeah. So that's what we'll get you out of here on X. It's just because I know there there are young people in our community who have that same dream. I want to go play college baseball. I want to be drafted. So what would be your advice? You're, you're halfway there. You've got the, the college. You're going to go play D1 baseball. Now you're going to go work on on that next one of getting drafted. Talk, tell a young person uh, what they should be doing right now if they're in the seventh, eighth grade and they're thinking about this kind of thing for their future. Uh, you just really have to go out and work hard. And a big thing through that is uh, facing adversity. Adversity is huge. You're gonna baseball is a game of failure. And I mean, not just speaking for baseball. Every single thing you do in life, you're gonna fail at. And when you fail, you need to learn from your fail- failures and get better at it. And I think that's how. Uh, we really just get better in general. So. I think you. He's uh, wanting to get out of here, but I, I think one of the other things I, I want you to mention is the sacrifice. You know, 
you sacrifice things that when you know maybe your buddies are going out on a Friday and Saturday night, and we we talk about the importance of doing the right thing and, and making sure that you're always working towards your goal. For sure. I mean, not all the time you're going to be able to do what everybody else wants to do. You're going to have to do what you what you have to do, and you know what you have to do. And the only person that's really accountable for that is yourself, because other people aren't going to want to make you go do do your stuff they're gonna be like hey you don't need to do this you can come with us and i mean i've that's i've had that my whole (laughs) life so i mean and it's hard it's definitely hard but you just have to be disciplined and you have to be able to say no and i have to do this and you're i mean you are going to sacrifice time with people and doing things but in the end it's all worth it awesome all right well we'll get you out of here on that x we thank you for coming in and uh you certainly made Blair and I look better. It's two thorns in between a row here. Uh, we want to wish you luck and a Merry Christmas and uh, send, send the family our love. And uh, thanks again for taking the time thanks, to be man. with us tonight. Right. Thank Appreciate you guys for having me. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. All right. That, that was Xavier Hendigas. Uh, finished up his high school basketball career with Salem uh, over the weekend, Blair. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Lions, Coach Brown has has lost the key claw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm not. I don't know what the future will hold as far as the rest right. of this season, but I guarantee you, those are pretty big shoes that he's going to have to fill. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that you know he mentioned it uh, um, on Monday night. You know, he he told Landon. He said, Landon, all right, it's your t- you know, it's your turn. You know, and and it's it's sort. I mean, and it's not, but it's it's sort of the the Pippin Jordan thing. You know, when when, when Michael left and. And Scotty had to run the Bulls, you know, and sure. and um, you know, and and Suvac is, is is capable. We got a young team, and and we're really kind of gelling now. And if you watch the the Lions play, I mean, they're 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 a hard nosed team. They're scrappy, and uh, I think they'll be okay. Obviously, um, you know, losing that guy. You know, I, I had I had Coach Brown. You know, he he described. Uh, I said, you know, give me give me a description of, of, of X in one word. You know, and he, he's only had him for half you know, a little less than half the season, and he said warrior, warrior, warrior. You know, and, and that's and I think I don't know of a guy who's won as many games as coach to be able to say that about you is just is, is an awesome awesome thing you know and I didn't mention I wanted to mention it to him before he left but you know I remember there's a story about Rex Grossman Rex Grossman's dad sent VHS tapes to all the schools in sure. the SEC and, and, and he had he, no one nobody had given him an offer and then he goes to Florida and goes on to win the Heisman or second in the Heisman no he won the Heisman yeah and then and then um um Baker, you know, Baker was a walk-on, and then he ended up going and being the Heisman Trophy winner, um, you know, in the first-round draft pick. And so, you know, college is so – it's such a crazy situation with these kids playing D1, and, and I'm just so glad for his opportunity. And, and you know, like I said, um, you know – you know, there's there's been people that said, you know, I wish he, X was would stay all season, and and that's just people being selfish because they know he makes our football or our football man. I wish it was football <laughs> makes our basketball team better, and and he's just a great kid. And you know, Coach Early said as soon as that game was over, he goes, "Gosh, I'm gonna miss that kid. It's not I'm gonna miss that player. I'm gonna miss that kid. Sure, you know, that and that's yeah. And, and so and all of us, Coach Hall's coach him in middle school. You know, and and uh, like I said, I had him in class, and he just he's straight A kid in middle school for us, and just a tremendous person all around. Absolutely. And, you know, we thank him for coming in again. We, we had some technical difficulties the other night, and he, he did this twice for us, and, and we thank him for that. We, a busy, busy young man. But uh, I just think about that, and I, I just can't drive it home enough for our young listeners, for parents who have kids who want to play at that level. Right. Uh, he, heed those words because you got to work for it. Uh, a story, Blair, about Romeo. You know, uh, we've most people have heard of that, that kid that – I use got a player named Romeo. Yeah, we may bad. have heard of him. Uh, he's making a name for himself. But but I hear stories. I know people who teach at Hazelwood there in New Albany, Hazelwood Middle School, and Romeo would would ask the principal, "Can I come in the gym and shoot after school today?" Because if he's shooting at New Albany in the off season, people would come by the gym, and there were so many distractions, and he, he wanted to put in work, not to be seen, right? To put in work to get better. And then here's a kid who. Everybody knew as an eighth grader he's going to be a D1 basketball right, player. Right. But he's finding an empty gym so he can go work right. and put in work. So for for people who have those aspirations of of playing at that level, of playing at the next level, whether it's NAIA, D3, right. D2, or even D1, man, it takes so much work to pull that off. Yeah, I mean, you listen to the stories of Damon Bailey. I would run miles, or ride his bike miles before uh, every every morning, stop at a place and get the same sandwich every day, and then go shoot 
500 shots. You know, I've talked to people about Jimmy Apple here in Salem, and uh, John Haven, who's one of my best friends, said, you know, they would, it would be eighth grade, and Jimmy would wake up at 7 and go run, you know, and John would say, I'd wake up like at 10 or 11, you know, and Jimmy already ran miles, and he was outside shooting uh, at the goal. And, you know, and I think also we didn't mention it when X was here, but, um, you know, Ron and Pam, you know, being you know, his his travel ball team's out of Noblesville, so, or, or excuse me, the, the – Zionsville, the, up in the right. Indianapolis area, and so you know, they, had, they would have to drive him, you know, two two times a week from Salem to Indianapolis to, to practice on his travel ball team and and all the travel tournaments and all the expenses that it takes to to, to for do that, and it just you know for him to have. You know their support is just and his, and his brother Trey. It's just tremendous. It's a great story, and you know I, I think that we we need to do a better job of building people up around here. That you know, and, and sure. it's it's, uh, it's a true it's a it's a big big deal, and I hope everybody understands that. It's really been a great run currently that we have going on for for college athletics. Yeah. You know, we got Rihanna Watson. Uh, she's injured this year, but she's playing for Anderson. Right. Uh, she had knee surgery, so she's going to miss her sophomore season. So she'll come back with a medical red shirt next year. But we got Taylor Drury. Playing basketball at, at the University of Indianapolis, we got Alex Davidson, captain he, at USI. Captain at USI. Yep. I, I tried to lobby her to, to take that medical red shirt, but she says, "Hey, <laughs> I played enough basketball. Yeah. I'm ready to get on with it." But then we got in, in football, we got Seth Hobson who's playing college football, and, and we got some others out there too. I don't want to. Brishaber. Brishaber's playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he uh, didn't get on the field a whole lot, but right. uh, I hear he's ready to take that next yeah. step. So he's playing the next year to really contribute. And the to kid the, from the, uh, uh, the Burn. Is he still playing? Yeah, Jackson Byrne is in Indiana State. And, you know, even outside of our general area, Floyd Central's got Kobe Barnes, who committed to Indiana State for basketball next year. Right. So just a lot of exciting times. You you know we're going to have some girls who go on to play college ball uh, from these teams in in, in the county. So exciting stuff. And and I want to tell you, I know all of those kids I know personally, and you do too, they worked. Yeah. They, They did the sacrifice just like X said. It wasn't. You know, on nights when when the the fellas or the the girlfriends are going to go out and hang out on a Saturday night, you you got to be in bed because you're getting up Sunday to go to a travel tournament. Uh, so anyway, we wanna we wanted to give him his props and get him in here to talk. I told you our goal for this show is to really bring the student athletes and give them a, a spotlight. WSLM has has given us this opportunity to do that, and we want to highlight and showcase the young people in our community. So X is certainly that, and I know this county pretty well, and and they'll be the county will be rooting for the Ohio Bobcats yeah, for sure. in college baseball. So so we want to thank X, and and now we're going to get to so that was my one story. The, yeah. the big story was Salem winning their third. County championship in four years. Uh, they're they're kind of dominating that holiday tournament, uh, you know. And the other teams are going to have to to step it up, right. you know, because Salem won the JV tournament. I would yeah. think that puts the, the pressure <laughs> a little yeah. bit to go say, hey, well, they they maybe should win it again next year. But the other big story that I wanted to talk about, Blair, is, is what about Indianapolis sports teams? I know, right? I mean, is, is there another city in America that's on fire <laughs> as as much as Indianapolis is no, right now? I'm telling you, man, we were we were joking about the Colts at the start of the season. Absolutely, uh, one in five, yeah, out one in five, and we were thought, oh, this is horrible. You know, the, I can't believe they're that bad. Is luck ever going to come back around? And and now they just, I mean, they pulled off two big wins. They put, I mean, beat the Texans last week, and then, or excuse me, two weeks ago, and they beat the Cowboys this week, which I love because all the Cowboy fans are about as bad as the Kentucky fans are. <laughs> and uh, and they're like, Cowboys are back. And then they go get beat by the Colts. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, luck's looking great. Uh, their running game's good. He's had his time in the pocket. Um, and, they, and again, they don't have all stars. I mean, T.Y. is their, their, their number Absolutely. one guy, and, and he's not, I mean, I wouldn't rank him in the top ten of receivers in the NFL. So, I mean, it's, it just shows you Andrew Luck, he's the real deal. Well, that's what I was going to say. You said they don't have all-stars, and I'd say, well, I, I would agree with that outside of that number 12 who's under center. Uh, that guy's pretty good, and, yeah. and he's looking like I, – I, I hesitate to say the old Andrew Luck because I think he's yes. looking better than – than the old yes. Andrew Luck looked. Uh, and, and, and I got some Cowboy fans that I like to give grief to as well, but I don't give them grief about losing to the Colts. I, I say, wow, this Colts team is just playing that well. Because uh, in the last few weeks, the Cowboys were looking to me like, yeah. hey, they may make it to the NFC Championship yeah. with a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and they still might. Right. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I'm not coming off that just yet with the pieces that they have. Uh, but the Colts beat a very good Texans team in Houston. And then they beat a very good Dallas team here in Indianapolis. And I tell you, I watched that Houston team play the Jets, and and, and that's a quality team. 
that the coach just yeah, went down there sure. and, and beat up on. So with Clowney and Watt on the bookends, oh. man, you got to be solid. Absolutely, and that so the the Colts. You can listen to all the Colts action here on WSLM. Uh, they are your. Uh, we are your Colts yeah. authority here Number in one. Southern Indiana. Number one on the 97.9 FM, 12.20 AM. And, and then the other team in Indy, we had the opportunity to go up Sunday night to watch the Pacers. And uh, thanks to Greg and Becky here at the station, we, we got the media uh, suite there, and uh, the, the Pacers have won 10 in a row. Wow. After the win over the, the Cavs last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> we, we, yeah, nice. <laughs> We were, gonna hung out get, we were going to get Blair Mitchell came up and took us into the <laughs> locker room. and he, he fixed us soft drinks. He had some two-liters there in his locker, and he really treated us like gold yeah. up there. But I tell you what he did He do, would have if I'd have been up there. He, he scored a, a, an easy 26, 28 points, I think he had Sunday against the Knicks. And uh, the Pacers are making it look kind of easy out of the East now. There's not much in the East. Though. I know, but but still, I, I would think if, if I'm the Celtics or if I'm the Raptors, I'm looking over my shoulder. You better not go to sleep on that Pacers team or they may be the ones playing Golden State right. come next summer. Right. Yeah. You know, I think it's a foregone conclusion who's going to be in there from the West, but uh, from the East, I think the Pacers, you know, they may not be – up there with Boston yet or Toronto, but I, I think they're close. I, I really do. Yeah, and you know, Boston to me really hasn't hasn't played the way I, I thought they would play. Is they're they're not gelling the way that everybody thought they would go together. And you know, Toronto's a team that, that's been looking really well. And um, you know, I, just uh, you know, with Kawhi, you never know what's going to have that guy, guy's a phenomenal player. Sure. And um, so it's it's gonna it's an interesting interesting uh, season for the NBA. And you know, I'm, I'm still hoping my the Lake Show puts it together before it's <laughs> over. You know, but uh, um, LeBron and the boys, Lonzo Lonzo and LeBron both had triple doubles there night. The same game hadn't happened since Magic. So um, you know, we'll see. I just I really enjoy watching the NBA, and I think you know you think about the amount of talent that's on the floor and any given night is just phenomenal yeah i don't think people realize uh what kind of athlete if you've never been up close to these guys uh it's amazing it's one thing to sit in the high in the stands at assembly hall or or the yum center and see them but when you stand next to them and you see their physical bodies i remember seeing uh uh, a parker you know he's playing for the miami dolphins one of the best receivers in the nfl these days and I tell you, he, on TV, he looks like a skinny wide receiver. Right. Uh, I've stood on the sidelines and covered L football games, and and this guy's calves were as big as, as a lot of guys' thighs. I mean, I, I know you, they are beast athletes playing at, at the D1 level. And uh, it's just – I'm with you. That's why I love the NBA because they're – all of these guys were the Romeos on their teams in college. Right. I mean, for the most part. So, uh, just exciting times, I thought, as I, you know, I've always had a little bit of Indianapolis envy growing up in Louisville because they have professional right. sports teams, and I thought... Well, you're t- I mean, Louisville cards, they get paid. That's almost like... Well, sure, but... You know, uh, I mean... <laughs> sure, we don't have the payroll that the Fab Five had. Uh, waka, or, or, uh, or UK down in Lexington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that from? <laughs> He's going way Fozzie, old school Fozzie for Bear. Fozzie yeah. Bear. Yeah. We've sunk yeah. to new lows, Greg. Greg's over there <laughs> falling out of his chair at the Fozzie Bear. Uh, first, he, he laughed. The Fozzie at the, Blair. That's what it is, the, the Fozzie he Blair. He laughed at the shot on my Cardinals, and, and <clears> then he whips out the, the Fozzie Bear. But but just <laughs> what a fun time to be in Hoosier Town. A, a, Huge win this weekend for the That's Hoosiers. what I say. Yeah. They were up in Nap Town, too, when they hit that uh, big shot Rob, Fennessy. Yeah. Uh, the, fini- the finisher, they're calling him. Absolutely. I like that. The I, finisher. I, for as much credit as Romeo's gotten with the, the Hoosiers hot start. And that's a question I want to ask for you on your on our social media pages. You know, Kentuckyana Sports, we have a, a Facebook page and we have a Twitter page. As an IU fan, of course, I'm rooting for the Hoosiers this year because I, I think Romeo is just a class act. But have you bought in now? Are you starting to taste that tournament i mean people are predicting they're a tournament team and with every win they i saw one last week they were somebody said they'll be a 12 seed and and you know then they beat louisville and and somebody had them as an eight seed and i thought well, yeah, well that louisville win jacked them up four seeds so at, at some point are, are you buying in are you still holding out do you think maybe when the big 10 starts 
Is that what you're doing? Taking a wait and see. Let's let's see how we do against Michigan State, and we gotta we gotta go up to West Lafayette and play. And I know that doesn't look like the daunting task it has over the past few years, but it's still when when uh, Crimson and Cream come into town, <laughs> uh, Coach Painter's gonna have his boys ready. Oh yeah, for so, sure. Uh, anyway, fun times in Indiana to be a sports fan because all the teams are doing so well. And uh, man, you can listen to all the action right here. Right here on on Can it all. We got it all. For I mean, sports and, and we got Lexington us, which County. is the most important. Absolutely. But, you know, so uh, so not only coaches do you get corner the games, tonight, right? You, no coaches corner. Oh yeah, the IU game, Arkansas State, right? I think it's that play. So after we're done, the Hoosiers are coming on, and uh, you get to hear them go for another win, and uh, uh, just good times. We we and, and not only that, I uh, personally. I thought a big story for me was the Bears clinching the North. Who would have thought that? Everybody was talking about the Packers maybe Super Bowl ready this year with a healthy with a healthy Aaron Rodgers and yeah. uh, the Vikings were the number two team and nobody was really giving Mitch Trubisky and the Bears much credit. But but they're doing well. You got the pace the Patriots struggling a little bit uh, in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, so that race is wide open. The Colts knocking on a playoff door. You know, if they win out, I think they're going to get in. Uh, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson from Louisville. Yeah. Uh, watch uh, out. Ford one as a starter. I know, but they still got the Steelers over there too. They do. Yeah. It's a tough division to play in. And don't forget the Brownies. Yeah. Browns got to come back. They got to play my Bengals again. They got to play the Bengals. Bengals go Brown Steelers end of the year. Can, can you handle Blair? Losing to the Browns two years in a row? No. To the Blairs two two times in one no. season, no, and watching Baker because isn't as much as you you bragged on Baker, right? And the hard work that he did at, at Oklahoma, it's hard to watch if he's going against your team because because there's not he's he's got the cockiness I now. Know, I know. He's a hard if you're not rooting for Baker to do well, he's hard to watch because he he. He exudes cockiness, and I, I, hey, some people call it swagger, whatever. <laughs> the, the guy, all he does is win. Uh, I give him credit for that, but I know as a Bengals fan, uh, Baker, there aren't a lot of Baker Mayfield uh, fans in, in Bengals country no, for sure. No way. <laughs> Battle of Ohio, baby. Battle of Ohio. But, you know, in talking about the Browns and their resurgence, you know, they're, they've are they won six games now and still in the playoff. I know they're on the outside looking in, but they, they're still in the playoff race Jarvis Landry, I saw a, a interview with him, a, a feature uh, on him and the hard work that he put in. And uh, you talk about a guy, he, he his older brother played D1 football, mm-hmm. and he talks about uh, how he spent his summers. They would go in their small town, they would go find the flood wall, and they, they cut a little patch of grass going up the, the flood wall. And seven o'clock in the morning, him and his brother are in. They had read about Jerry Rice's mm-hmm. workout routine, and 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 those two wanted to be big time receivers. So they they emulated just the two of them. Early morning, hot summer in Louisiana, right? And they're running heels at a flood wall. So right. so there again, it goes back to really the theme of our show. If you're wanting to play at that level, what are you doing? What, how many kids do we see? Pay the cost to be the boss. Right? Out there behind Brady Shrum. Salem's yeah. got a nice hill. If you, oh, yeah. you want to go work out on RJ your own. RJ and the boys are running up those hills all summer. Absolutely. But I, I guarantee you, Coach Hartsfield wouldn't mind seeing a couple kids out there on their own right. on a Saturday morning trying to get better, trying right. to work, trying to trying to go earn what, what some of these kids earn. So uh, just there again, I as a sports fan – I love those stories. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not a Browns fan. I, I don't care for Baker Mayfield as a, you know, because of the brashness. But I like to watch him because he competes and he works hard. And then Jarvis Landry, you know, when you hear those kind of stories, that oh, he is where he is because he paid the price. Mm-hmm, you for know, sure. uh, and and so those are I root for Landry to do well because because of those things. I want to see a guy who, you know puts it all on the line and does that. And, and there again, we go back to Romeo, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Been easy for him to say, no, I'm good enough. I don't have – what do I need to go to Hazelwood by myself for? Right. <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think it's really missed that, you know, everybody wants to be – like, you know, I, I, I've done – I've coached 17 years, and, and I, all the, the amount of middle school parents or high school parents have told me that their kid's going to play at Kentucky or their kid's going to play sure. at Indiana, and, and, and you – see the effort that their kid puts in and you just shake your head and you're like you, you we, we we don't really have a clue what it takes to be that good you know uh, 
and how hard it is to get a Division One scholarship. Matt Matt Hudson was the typical uh, proto- prototypical quarterback size, um, strength, arm strength, intelligence. I mean, he could have went in, in. You know, we we were in, and his dad is the same way. We, everybody was pushing for him to get to, to get a look from anybody, you know. And and he ends up going to D three and and you know has a great career and ends up being an All American at, at Wabash. But you know. If that kid's not going to make it at the one level, the chances of your kid making it are really slim. And I think that's the thing that's, that we're missing out on is is just uh, how incredibly hard. And that's what I'm trying to get. And I, I, X understands, but I hope everybody else does how incredibly hard it is to get a Division One offer. Absolutely, and we, and we just want to remind you, Coach's Corner would normally be following us here on Wednesday night, but uh, because of the IU game, no Coach's Corner tonight. The the coaches can still uh, uh, Coach Brown can still be celebrating the big win uh, from uh, the county tournament, and the other coaches. Eastern took another loss last night against New Washington, lost by one point. So uh, the struggles continue for Coach Gillum in his first year, uh, but he'll he'll get it figured out. You know, it, it's tough. To come into a new program and and you know the the cupboard isn't overflowing. Uh, Coach Sullivan out at West Washington's got a good good young crop. You know they're not there yet. They they certainly need some more uh, simmering time, uh, marinade or or whatever you do as a coach to to kind of get those young kids. The the crux of his talent is in the sophomore class, and you know to be honest with you, sometimes they play like seniors and sometimes they play like sophomores. So. Uh, the, he'll get it figured out. Uh, fun times for boys basketball ahead. I, I, this year, yeah, X leaving Salem. Uh, those other two programs struggling a little bit. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see, Blair, what what the uh, what ends up being with this right. boys basketball season. I, I think there's a lot of questions still to be answered out there. And, and girls basketball, another reminder, Lady Lions. Saturday night. At home against Jeffersonville. Uh, if you aren't doing anything. First time ever in school history they play Jeff. First time ever, they're they're twelve and zero going for lucky win number thirteen. Uh, coach Jeffersonville's coach was up here scouting the girls when they played Floyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hit, w- he wants it bad. He hit the half court shot. <laughs> he hit the half court uh, shot and the the bank shot. He was he won seven hundred fifty dollars. So came up and stole our money. That's not good. We we'll have to pay him back when he comes back. Uh, well, hopefully he he got the money the week before and he'll take the loss back home with him to Jeffersonville after Saturday. But again, go out and check that one out. The lady senators are at home tomorrow night against Shoals. Uh, they'll be trying to feel get get back to feeling a little better uh, with with hopefully a win over the Lady Jug Rocks and uh, just a lot to listen to and to follow here on WSLM. Even if the games aren't on the radio, follow Becky's Facebook page. She posts the the scores almost immediately when they're over. I, I tell you, I, I can't hardly if I'm not at the game, Blair. I, about nine thirty, I, I start looking for Becky's yeah. Facebook page to say who won that game because <laughs> I, I, I'm still curious to how they all turned out. So and, and keep following your Pacers and your Colts. I tell you, I'm a Laker fan, but uh, I, I'm I'm rooting for the the Pacers too. They're they're a fun team to watch and. They just do it the right way, you know. I mean, nobody seems to be right. overly go to work. cocky. Or, just go to work. Oladipo is just such a good quality individual. Uh, you know, you just see him uh, with his teammates and with the opponents, and uh, and looks like the Pacers have surrounded him with guys like that. So they're fun to watch. Andrew Luck. Hey, let's see what what Coach Reich and and the boys can keep on doing there. You know, uh, Frank Reich was in the Super Bowl last year as an right. offensive coordinator. And it, he's hit his stride here with the Colts. So, so there again, lots, lots to listen to. We'll remind you we won't be on next Monday. It's Christmas Eve. And then the following Monday, we're going to have a, uh, a look back at 2018. Blair and I will talk about what our biggest stories of the year were, maybe what we could foresee happening. Maybe we'll put on our – Bengals Super Bowl. You're, are you too young to remember Johnny Carson? No. Uh, Carciniac. We'll yeah. put on our Carciniac hats and, and – uh, my favorite, we got time, Greg, for this. My favorite, Johnny Carson, Carciniak. He couldn't do this today. He'd probably get in trouble. But, you know, he had the hat on, and he puts the envelope to his head, and he says, fee-fi-fo, fee-fi-fee-fo. And then he opens the envelope, and the question is, what is Mike Tyson's phone number? <laughs> and there again, he couldn't. He probably couldn't do that today. There, there, there's so much uh, insensitivity, but uh, it was one of my favorite. It was one of my. You probably favorite. wouldn't say that to Mike Tyson's face. I, uh, well, I guarantee he wouldn't. Uh, 
or within earshot. No pun intended. Oh, hey, I like that. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, yo. There you go. That's a Carson guy. We got Ed McMahon in studio here. But anyway, we'll be back on, on New Year's Eve, so tune in at 7 o'clock and uh, listen to us before you go out and get your uh, party on there on New Year's Eve. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get you re- ready to go out to have a good time. We From from the folks here at WSLM and Blair and I, uh, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas, and we hope it's happy and healthy, and uh, you get all the presents you want. Yeah, for sure. Including a bingo Super Bowl, maybe, <laughs> in the future. A Michigan National Championship works here. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. Good night, and, and God bless, as always. You've been listening to Kentuckiana Sports Talk on WSLM, 1220 AM and 97.9 FM. Join us next week for more sports talk about local, regional, and national sports. Be sure to call in on the KST Talk Line at 812-883-3401. And between now and then, tweet your comments and questions to KY in Sports Talk or post them on our Facebook page at Kentuckiana Sports Talk. We'll have a question of the week, polls for you, and all the latest news and interviews with local and regional players and coaches. Join George and Blair next week on Kentuckiana Sports Talk. This is Greg Economo from Ticketmaster. When you're looking for the hottest shows and best sporting events in Kentuckiana, be sure to listen to WSLM and check WSLMRadio.com.